Hey guys, this week's episode is brought to you by Blue Apron. Quick, convenient meals for people and families on the go. For more information and $30 off your first order, visit randomtandempodcast.com. Oh no, I got that sunshine in my pocket. Oh. <laughs> something in my feet. For real. Woo! <laughs> How lazy I just said it. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said it in a long time. Oh, we recorded it. What's up, niggas? Hey. Greetings, motherfuckers. Season's greetings. Oh, now this is really season's greetings. It, it is the season. To it's greet. the most wonderful time of the year. I'm a stooge. Is it a stooge? Is that what they call it? Scrooge. Them? Okay. Okay. Scrooge. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. What's going on, y'all? I'm sorry. I got the sniffles. Ignore my sniffles. Okay. Wellness check? Well, I just told you I had the sniffles. Give me a second. Jeez. Okay. Um, I'm doing well. Okay. Uh, my wig was a little too tight earlier today, so I kind of had a headache. Okay. But um, I'm rocking the Cleo braids right now. And I so, love that. I think you look beautiful. Thanks. I look like. I think you look absolutely I said stunning. I look like Queen Latifah when she came to uh, Steve Martin's house out of prison and bringing down the house. I barely remember that movie. That movie is funny as fuck. Anything with Queen Latifah in it is funny as hell. Yeah. But She's yeah. really one of my favorite actors. I really I love, love her. her. I truly love her. I love her. She's I can really watch pretty. her movies over, over and over. Kind of like Jennifer Lopez movies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think we talked about that. Yeah, we did. So, wellness My check. wellness is, yeah. 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 I'm just here. I, y'all, I've been wearing a bun. Let me tell you about my raggedy-ass bun. I've been wearing a bun for, like, the last, was it two months? No, it's about a month. About a And that motherfucker was raggedy. When I tell you it was raggedy, it was raggedy. And I was telling people how to do their hair. And I was walking around with buckshot BBs in the back of my head. But it's okay. Yeah. My co-worker finally told me I need to sit down in her chair and get my hair done. So she forced me to get my hair done. So. And it looks great. Thanks. So we're like opposites today. Because normally I look homeless and well, actually ugly. I look very homeless right now. So it's fine. It's fine. Um, You have any rants this week? You know, I do. <clears throat> okay. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And you niggas is still not acting right. And you know, I, I, I mean, get, I'm tired. Like I say this every week when we record. Like I'm really genuinely, I am so tired of niggas. Like <laughs> there's no other, <laughs> like, <laughs> like what do you, like I'm tired. Like I'm, I'm really done. So I'm, this is going to be very quick. And I always say that I'm, I'm going to give you the meat. Okay. Real quick. You know, I have been dating this. I won't even say dating. I have been going back and forth. Messing with this guy, whatever. It was, it was over a three-year period. We never got serious because he didn't live here and I couldn't really take him serious. You know what I'm saying? And so over the last maybe six, seven months, it kind of trickled down. I didn't really fuck with him like I normally do. You know what I'm saying? Actually, that's my business. I won't tell you that. Anywho, I get a call on Thanksgiving 
And, you know, I said, wow, I didn't know who was calling. I seen a number. I was like, what is this nigga calling me from a different number for? I was like, oh, maybe he got a new phone. No, ma'am. No, sir. It was his wife. <laughs> she I just called to talk to you, woman to woman. She called me on Thanksgiving <laughs> Day and she said, you know, this is so and so, so and so's wife. And um, I just want to know the relationship with you and my husband. One, okay, one really quickly. I have not talked to this nigga. I'm lying. I talked to him like two weeks ago, but it wasn't about shit. But I literally have not slept with this nigga in over like a year and a half, two years. So you niggas is dumb. Like, as as smart as niggas really think they is, y'all are stupid because I'm trying to figure out what she was looking at. Because she told me she's seen the text messages and I ain't talked to this nigga over two and a half years. So you didn't want to delete your text message straight is what you're saying. You wanted to keep it there for your wife to find out. During the duration of this three year period, I have never seen this man wear a ring. Yeah, I've never seen this man, never seen this man um, wear a ring. So my thing is, I just I had I had to send him a message on every social media site as well as telephone numbers. I said, hey, greetings. Your wife is calling. She has questions. And so do I. Like I just because I have questions. I don't do I don't do the adultery adultery thing. I don't I don't do that. That's not in my blood. I don't do that. So I had questions. She actually never got back to me. That's part one of I'm tired of you niggas. Part two, I was conversing with this nigga. It didn't really get anywhere, but he was trying to get me to go someplace and I was like, mm, no, I'm not feeling it. And this was maybe about a month and a half ago, two months ago. And earlier this week, he put up an engagement photo of him and his fiance. So I got even more questions. Like my questions are going unanswered. So at this point, my rant is I'm tired of you niggas and I'm going to be that girl that's going to ask for your social security number, your marital status, and I'm going to see cap your marital status and I'm going to see cap you upon meeting you. I need to know everything because I'm tired of going into shit blindly. Like I'm over it. I'm tired of finding out you got a fiance. I'm tired of finding out you got a wife. Y'all need to stay y'all married asses and committed asses at home and leave me the fuck alone. Leave me alone. And if you ain't going to do right, if you ain't going to be right, leave me the fuck alone. I was doing so good as shit. Okay. Skin was clearing up. Skin was clearing up. Losing a couple of pounds. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hair was laid. And now look, like I'm tired. Y'all ain't going to get me this frazzled. I'm tired of you niggas. And leave me the fuck alone. That's it. And good night. And have a, and no night. And have a wonderful evening. Um, yeah and that's crazy because my rant was along those lines um mine was more so to the married men that are actively married but then still hopping in my dms commenting on pictures that i may post so this young man um dealt with him years and years ago um didn't really go anywhere but it was just one of those people you know that you kind of know after a couple of months of talking that you know it's just gonna be you hang out watch a couple of movies then you leave like it wasn't even that serious like I can't even say that we were even talking talking so but we've always kept in contact he follows me on social media I follow him and last year I would say around this time he had a beautiful marriage He had a beautiful wedding. I mean, wife is gorgeous, has a nice young family now, just doing amazing. I'm like, good for him. Like, you know, you know, all for the love at Random Tandem Podcast. Um, However, uh, whenever I post a picture, you know, there are simple things called likes or, you know, you could just keep scrolling. You don't even have to like the picture. Do that. 
on Snapchat. I mean, you, I see that you saw it, so that could be it. But every time, whether on Instagram or Snapchat, you hopping in a DM or sending me a message talking about, yeah, what you still doing out here fine as hell, sir? Mm-mm-mm. Um. Okay, and to some people that may seem like it's not a big deal, especially guys like, what's the big deal? But it's a big deal to me because one, go compliment your wife. Does your wife know that you're in here telling me that I look good? Has she has she heard from you that she looked good recently? No, seriously. That's and really I mean, the question. even if she did, you still ain't supposed to be in my messages telling mm-hmm. me how good mm-hmm. I look. Mm-hmm. And then the thing that kills me is because I always say, go tell your wife she looks good or something like that to that effect. And then you gonna have the nerve to come back and say, well, damn, like, why are you coming at me like that? Because you never leave it there. If I were to say thank you nine times out of 10, as you have in the past, you try to continue that conversation. I'm not going. So you know what? To all you married niggas, my thing is stay the fuck married. Worry about your bitch and leave me alone. Worry about your batch. Worry about her and leave me alone. If you see the picture, I saw that you saw it on Snapchat. If you like the photo on Instagram, do that or not. But keep on scrolling. You don't have to hop in my messages every single time. No. Because when I posted it, I knew that I looked of a certain caliber to want to post it on the Internet. So I don't really need your compliment, to be honest with you. It was nice. But if you can't keep it at that, leave it to yourself. Don't go any further. Mm. Leave me the fuck alone and talk to your wife. No, for real. Talk to your wife. Mm-mm. I'm tired. Of I, you, I can't. I'm tired. It, it wasn't even a real rant, but I just, I it just blows my mind. And then how niggas try to act like, oh, well, I was just trying to give you a compliment, sir. Be, I know where this. You're not slick. Just leave it alone. Like, leave it alone. Because if I had said, oh, for real, or sent back like a flirtatious stop face playing. or a stop playing with me, it would have kept going. No. Go tell your wife she looks fine as hell. Thank you. Good day. I'm tired. I'm over it. I'm over, I'm over it. it. And and one last thing before I forget, because this is actually really funny. The nigga that never responded to my messages about his wife calling me, she obviously told your ass that he needed to post some pictures on the web, okay? No, I scrolled real. on Instagram Saturday, and this nigga put up seven to eight photos of family portraits. This is a whole <laughs> ass family. Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> Two course. kids and a wife. And these pictures are not new, my nigga. So... I mean, Nobody they went back to like 1928. <laughs> I'm starting to think he he lied about his age at this point. <laughs> like, that nigga may be 50. We have no idea. I have so the bitch many. Was old. She was old. I she ain't calling old. her a bitch because I don't know her. That ain't my place. But she, I don't know her name. She she, she, so. she she yeah. Just be just stop. Just, <laughs> just cut it out. Just stop. Cut it out. Um, last episode. Gang gang. gang. Um. <laughs> That nigga did put up another video. He said, oh, "Gang, gang, you gotta again. watch it." <laughs> gang, gang, that nigga's out here living. This nigga has had a hard life. Do we never... know if he's like officially associated with Chief Keefe? Maybe. I'm not gonna find that out. I I'm don't cool. know. I'm cool. That on... shit was scary enough watching the lives. Okay. I'm cool on that. But speaking the last episode, we had that conversation about them bitches on wax. It got even crazier at the last episode. Did you see it? When does that show come on? Sundays at nine. Okay, so I'm. Did I miss this past Sunday? Where then? they called them hoes and escorts? Did you see? Did you see? Oh that? no, I. 
Wait, where she was talking about the bags? Yeah. Oh, I did see, you that. see that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bitch knew she was lying on the. And my thing is, if you ain't got, if, if you, you ain't gonna, gonna say, say something, say I said what I said, no, and I'm standing real. on it. Don't be in the corner on me like, oh, I don't remember saying I, that. I, what I, I said, possibly said it, but no. I don't really remember. No, bitch, you knew when you said it. You knew, but how she was crying over talking about. <gasps> I went to the store and bought myself two YSL bags. And they were $2,000. And I felt good about that. I spent four G's <laughs> and I was fine with it. But I, I mean, like, okay, I, I mean, it's a lot, it. but I can see, I don't know what you hoes be doing, but I can see if you really, she told, she said she get twenty five dollars to $25,000 a post. God damn, that's a lot of money. No, I am, I am moving on social media wrong. So no, I can see if they calling you bitches hoes because y'all be wishing every athlete that you want to be. And hey, that's your personal business. That's your prerogative. So if somebody kept calling me an escort and I got this money myself, I probably would be in my feelings too. But I can't take it. I would have just knocked the bitch out though because the whole point of you crying, explaining to yourself, don't explain shit to these hoes because then she was sitting literally two inches away from her saying, well, I don't know who said it. I, I mean, and I, you know, who said it? I somebody got, said it? I would have gotten her face and be like, gang, gang. And she no, would have got scared. for real. It would have been over. Oh, God. I didn't have a recap from last episode. I barely remember what we talked about. I don't either. I just remember us talking about that and bitches that can't. I can't do it. Yeah. Um,. Got any black excellence this week? Okay, this black excellence this week. It's funny, God, because I do like her and I've been following her for a while and she's actually very nuts. But I was watching TV today on ABC and they and they put Just Living Baby on there for the mo- uh, motivational Monday, I think. The motivational tip. Y'all know who that one is? The one who be like, go have yourself a great day because God is good. And she the big, she the big brown skin girl. I don't know. You know exactly is. who I'm talking about if I show you her picture. But anyway, they posted her on Good Morning America. And they was like, we got to get here. We got to get her in here on Mondays for motivational Mondays. And then Robin was like, she said, can we get her in here? Can we get her in here? And the team was like, oh, we already contacted her. So she's supposed to apparently be appearing on ABCs on Mondays. I have no clue who this is. When I show you, who, you. <laughs> when I show you, you gonna know who she is. She's like, have a great day. And she the one that always had a sucker in her mouth. I don't know who that is. I really don't. Um, why That's my black excellence. Why are you looking for the photo? Um, a lot of people have been talking about Meghan Markle. She will be the first brown person uh, infiltrating the British. Are they British? I think so. The royal family. Yeah, they. her and Prince Harry are getting engaged. So shout out to her and him and the union to be, you know. Um, there were a couple of memes. I'm not even going to get into it, but y'all some haters. That's all I got to say. Stop hating on the melanin and just let it happen because, you know, we're here. Um, The other one that I had was you haven't watched How to Get Away with Murder in a while. But, you know, of the um, black intern on that show, Mm -mm. Um, Asia Naomi King or Aja Naomi King. I want to say Aja. Um, She's the new face of L'Oreal Paris. Oh, yeah. I I seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I know who she is, but I don't know her to be motivational. I know she always she be talking be put- crazy about having <laughs> sex and stuff. No, that was, she She changed her life. She okay, her life. all right. <laughs> but yeah, so that was all I had. You want to get into the stuff? Um, Speaking of, I guess we can get in cur- some current, yeah. current events. That was like a tongue twister. You did say Prince Harry and Meghan were getting um engaged. And I was watching the news and they kept saying, oh, we went around and we asked her former teachers, what would they say about her? Oh, she was this and this and she was this and this. And I thought about to myself, I said, 
Now, if that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Jacora? If that was me, you know, and Prince Harry was marrying me, I'm not saying he is. This is hypothetically speaking. I had to think to myself, like, what the fuck would my teachers and people say about me? Like, this bitch. (laughs) This sleeping class. She was so mischievous. She would steal all the Jolly Ranchers from behind my desk. Oh, (laughs) I just had to think. I was thinking, like, what would people say about me? Did you ever like? Do you ever think about that? Like, I, I didn't think about that, but yeah, I would probably have a couple of teachers that would be like, you know what? She was just, you know, her own person. Like, nah, my she just came to class and did her own thing. That's because I was in that chapter two twenty program, and the motherfuckers. I no, I was chapter two twenty two. They but... was racist as hell out there. I'm cool. Oh. So yeah, that just had that was just my little. I thought if about that. that. I was like, me. if that was me, like, what would people be saying about me? I Not even teachers digging up shit. My own family would have been like, Sam. She's oh, rude. Shit. That she, she's rude. She rude as hell. She kind of bougie. She cuss too much. She'll tell you how you feel and hurt your feelings. It's like, don't interview my people. I could just imagine just my baby daddy. Yeah, she kicked me out the car. <laughs> I could just like hear it now. Like she kicked me out the car. She ain't a nice person. My sister, she's just as stingy as she wanna be. Like I can hear it now. Like <laughs> what would I say? Like she just, she's very weird about her things <laughs> my things are my things okay don't touch i don't them. really know what else to say she's uh, weird about her things she'll probably be on her own side of the castle we don't know and if you listen to this show and you know either one of us comment in the post or on soundcloud something that you would say about us and be honest i ain't gonna be cuss you. honest i ain't gonna cuss you out if it's kind of rude i may tell you about yourself but it's cool i'm, I'm taking it with be love honest i want to hear it <laughs> i really do um the Soul Train Awards. Um, yeah. I'm starting to think Tamar has a glass eye. Shut up. I please. think because her eye gets crazy. It does not move. It doesn't move at all. So I'm starting to think she got like a glass eye. She honestly right. does. I'm not I taking mean, we the gift. Know she knows, does the most. I'm not taking the gift of the voice away from her. I am personally not a Tamar fan. I don't look forward to her music. I'm not playing it on repeat in my car. I know she can sing. Her performances, on the other hand, are the. Yeah, other I can't hand. talk today. On the other hand, ma'am, ma'am, just doing a lot. She does. I mean, you know what? I enjoyed the performance for what it is. I was more disturbed by how far her wig was on her forehead. It was like, why didn't y'all just push it up a couple of notches? Like that bothered me. Just like just a couple of notches. As a wig wearer, I feel like, especially she got a certain amount of money. Like you need to know her forehead proximity. It just looked bad on camera. I was too embarrassed. I couldn't finish watching it. I turned to channel. It was a lot. I didn't really... I missed the first half of it. That cypher was lit. I saw the cypher. The cypher don't ever... Listen, Molly, don't sleep on Molly. Y'all know how I feel about Molly. Um, Fantasia. Fantasia always kills it. She's um, a beast. I love me some Blau. I love Blau. Um, Blau? Blau. I thought it was Blau. I just said Blau. I thought you were saying Blau, like... No, Blau. Blau? I say it fast, Blau. Oh, I've I've never heard it. I thought you were saying, like, boom, Blau. No, I I don't say, like, Blau. I just say Blau. Like, I just say it, like, really fast. Boom, Blau. Okay, all right. Blau. Um, Who else was there? Why am I forgetting the other person? Faith Evans. Yeah, she... They thought they could sing. I just wasn't, like... Yeah. Wow. Faith Evans has hits, but she was never one of those that like moved me. Like, what's that meme where it'd be like you can like it's of Oprah where she was at some concert and she was just like 
She felt it in her spirit. Like, that wasn't one that of those. Was, it wasn't one of those. So, I mean, we know she could sing. But then they had um, Robert Glasper. He was one of the people that was in the instrumental. They didn't really show him You too know much, I love but, me some Robert Glasper now. Yeah. So, that was a great um, cipher. I did like the tribute to Tony. However, my thing, and we talked about this, is why is the production or, like, the orchestra so freaking loud on these award shows? I can hear shit. You know Jesse J can sing to the back of any arena and you could barely hear. I could barely hear any of them. I could hear Luke James, but then my TV was also up very loud. But just the difference, I couldn't hear Ro James at all. And I don't really know if he did too well either when I played it back. But I did like Jesse J. But then Luke James, I just love him. He's just a fine specimen to look at. God took at least nine to ten months on him when he created him. I promise you that. Yeah. He took a long time. I mean, like, he perfected that. And you know what somebody said, mm, and I mm, perfectly agree. Good. Whoever is his manager right now or his agent, they are promoting the hell out of this nigga. He is on Star. He's doing all types of stuff. We have not seen this much of him, and he's been out for years. So shout out to his team for getting him out here. Speaking of Star, did you catch that last episode? Uh, I did. Is the father finna do something crazy after discovering those photos? What you think? I I mean, he may have changed his whole motive now because he was, was pissed. Like, he was pissed. Mm. Getting a little protective. Okay. Mm, Papa Bear is trying and to I come saw out. That, and I saw that vision of Ryan and um, Luke. And I was like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen this season? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Crazy. They had a moment. So they we did never have know. a moment. He, like, I think know. he connect more with her than Star. But well, that's I mean, just, obviously. No, whatever. Whatever. Moving on. Go there. Right, <laughs> moving forward and right along. Yes. All of these crazy sex allegations. I mean, it's getting crazy. I like <laughs> it's getting wild. I don't have like I have words, but I don't even know like between Matt Lauer, Russell Simmons stepping down from all of his companies, I believe. Mm-hmm. I just I don't my mom she's funny as hell because she's always watched Charlie Rose on NBC and she was like not my Charlie I was like mom you've got to chill just relax some of the details I was like nuts oh so you I'm tired of you niggas you sending sex toys to folks talking about what you would want to do with them no the last one I heard he told the lady to come in the office and apparently there was a button under his desk he told her to unbutton her shirt. He came behind her, pulled her pants down, and had sex with her. Wait, who are we talking about? Matt Lauer. So this is rape at this point we're yeah. talking about. Oh, wow. And apparently, everybody at the studio knew it was like an ongoing rumor, and nobody ever said anything. And NBC is saying, this is the first time we've heard of it. You knew this wasn't the first time. because but apparently- what I heard is that they were they've had reportings of this for years but what just happened the last part of what they heard for the olympics for the olympics was what did it it's absolutely so you men first of all we know men cannot take they cannot accept rejection at any point um but you get to so far that you gotta touch a Mm -mm. you can't keep your hands to yourself representative conyers and you got a whole ass child molester down running in alabama for you know i'm just and republicans are like well i mean it's a little outrageous no what's outrageous is this man was banned from a mall that's out that's That's outrageous that's outrageous how do you get in somebody said very plainly like 
How do you get banned from a whole ass yes. mall? No, a whole mall. A whole mall. It's just sickening. It's sickening. Um, we we know that we know that this these things have been going on for years, and you know people say stuff sometimes. People don't come out; it comes out later. But what's unfortunate to me is it's ha- it's good that it's happening right now. But I also feel for people that aren't in like the mainstream, um, that work like these mom and pop places or like other people that aren't famous, and the shit is still happening and nothing mm-hmm. is being done about it. Yeah. So I wish I don't know if they're gonna come out. I don't know, but I I just hope that this takes a a different turn and shit starts to change because this is really fucking sad. I just hope that, like you said, I mean it's coming out more in like entertainment and obviously politics, Russell Simmons, the lore. But it's just like I'm hoping that it gives other people that have been victims of this type of tragedy. I would call it like I hope it gives them courage to speak up for themselves just to get that closure you know just to say like you know what you did was wrong and i'm not going to stand for it anymore like i just hope that more people come forward because it's it's not right it's it's absolutely dreadful especially in a position where people of power and influence are thinking that you know they can do whatever they want and get away with it like you said there are people everyday people that are going through this too but it's just the whole thing of, you know, I'm of this stature and I can do whatever I want. No. And it won't. may not even be as serious as like me touching you. It could just be little stuff. Like even like my boss is really inappropriate. Like he never touched me, but it'll be he'll say like real questionable shit. And I'd be like, dog, that's not that's mm-hmm. not okay. Like why no. why do you feel like this is okay? No. So yeah, y'all gotta chill. You gotta really chill. And people's like, Oh, I'm shocked at Russell Simmons. I'm like how old was that nigga when he started to pursue Kimberly Simmons? I mean, and not even just her. It's like how are uh, other people shocked? Like this she was nigga 16. is known to be dating like young ass models. His like, girlfriend now, ain't she like I, young? I mean, so I'm not even totally shocked, but it, it's just I don't know. And there have been a couple of people that have actually faked allegations, and to you, fuck you for taking advantage of a situation like that. So to y'all, sit your asses all the way down because this ain't something to talk about cry wolf with. Like, it's not. I'm just done. I'm thoroughly outdone. Yeah, it's a lot. That's really all I had. I mean, it's been very eventful and uneventful at the same time. Did you have anything else? Yeah, I got a lot more. Oh. That's all you had? Mm-hmm. Um, We also spoke briefly last episode about these Thanksgiving plates and... uh obviously drea didn't listen to the episode it's cool but she got (laughs) flamed i forgot about her ass (laughs) she got flamed on twitter because i guess i don't follow her on snapchat i can't really take her serious since she said that yoho pass can be deleted completely like she just her way of wording things has always sounded stupid to me so i never really pay attention to too much of what she has to say but she was on i guess apparently snapchat making her thanksgiving dinner and uh twitter got a hold of it and it was over it was over for her you not only made your mac and cheese with dry noodles egg wash and just shredded cheese it was but you but you also you marinated your dry bird turkey which is a dry meat. Everyone knows this. And not even just saying people. It's a technical term. It's a dry meat bird. 
in a dry liquid of champagne. So you was like trying to shit on people. She was trying to make and it then extra you extra dry. Stu- and then you look stupid because we all know that turkey was dry as fuck. She probably choked on it. I mean, literally. And the <clears throat> memes of them saying like what her husband or fiance, whatever, will do when she calls him to the dinner table. Like they had memes of people crying. <laughs> I mean, the memes were out of this world. It was funny as fuck. Drea, you just need to. So... My question is, it's like, what do you feel you have to prove? Because this is not the first year she's gotten dragged because of her She had a tomato in her skills. dreams. I don't have shit to say to her. Bitch had a tomato in her dreams. I don't know, but when people were saying it looked like her mac and cheese came out the oven with whiskers, I died. Like, I couldn't <laughs> take it. They said her mac and cheese had whiskers. I don't want to talk about it. But, Drea, you probably should have listened to our last episode because we would have warned you that this was going to happen. So, hopefully... Hopefully you listen next year and just keep the shit to yourself. Like, I, I just, I don't know. Um, either, I had some other lighthearted things. John Legend <laughs> and Chrissy are having a baby. That damn turkey and dress damn her food. God John damn. Legend and Chrissy are having another baby. I, I just love them. Luna is cute. Luna is like the perfect blend of the both of them. She looks just like the both of them. It is so cute. Um, Kevin Hart showed his baby. His baby still... I can see from the side he kind of looked like Kevin Hart, but the baby still don't look like nothing because he just came out. Like you got to give. him a couple of I don't understand why people do that. Like why post like a full blown picture... They don't, all babies don't look like nothing until like at least a couple of Some babies weeks. look like things. Sometimes they just look like skin and eyes, but <laughs> <laughs> like they don't really have developed skin and eyes. <laughs> they don't have developed features. Some of them do. Some of them don't. But the baby was just here. He, he had a strong face though. He looked like Kevin. Maybe it was the hairline. Just like He just everything. had a bunch of hair. It was just, it, it got crazy. He looked like an old man, like Benjamin Button or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um... Oh, dang. See, I'll just be writing stuff down. I ain't really want to say this, but Jesse Jackson has Parkinson disease. Did you hear about that? Mm, dang. Oh, dang. <laughs> Jesse that wasn't, I wasn't even going to really fight mention for our that. people. They done gave him Parkinson's. That oh, is terrible. Dang. He done did too much for the community. Um, I actually, speaking of Twitter, uh, Twitter got a hold of a video. I don't watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I wanted to see it just because I thought, damn, the people it is coming? getting crazy. It's getting crazy outside. Um, Miguel apparently performed, but I didn't see it. But did you see that there was video of like backstage? The models were in like some dressing room wrapping the uh, Bodak yellow and they all said nigga. You know why people say that behind. I ain't shocked. You motherfuckers ain't slick. I know what you're doing. I mean, like, and it was like no hesitation. And I, I'm just, I'm tired of y'all. I'm not. I mean, I'm tired of y'all, but I'm not. It doesn't surprise me. I didn't say I was surprised. I said I'm tired of y'all because it's like, I want to, I wanted to post the video and I can't pronounce his name. It's an African descent name. He's written a couple books, but he had the perfect explanation as to why oh, I saw that. white people have an issue with not being able to say nigga and they feel entitled to be able to say it. And I just, when I saw this video, it's just one of those things like you shake your head, you're not surprised, but then it's just like, really? Like, like y'all just gotta say it. Like y'all gotta say it, but let one of us like call you a cracker out loud. You going to be like, oh my God, like she insulted me. Like, ma'am. Mm. Sir, relax. And you white and you black people too. Y'all be letting them say it. They ain't 
No, I know, I know, y'all be letting this slide because they your peeps. You gotta, you gotta put this, you gotta put that shit in check. It, it, that shit is dead. Like if I even, oh, you was going no, that that's not for you. Knock your front tooth out. No, for real, <clears throat> smack you in the mouth like my mom used to do. Did your mom ever uh, sidebar? This is a sidebar. Did your mom ever like what did your mom do to you in public? Like when you used to act up. I never used to act up in public. Really? No, I would do it when I got home or in school. Oh, okay. Because I saw like a thread on... Um... And then when I got home, she tried to hit me, I would hit her back. But that's nobody's business. All right. Okay. So that's what your mom would say about you if like <laughs> you was marrying Prince Harry. She's a hitter. She's a fighter. That's, there's other things behind that, but yeah. But um, yeah, I, I just... You gotta, you gotta get your friends in check because I don't really think there's an instance where I would be okay with hearing somebody say nigga. Like even at Jay Z's concert, when I went a couple years ago, I was very, I was like watching people around me to make sure that they wasn't saying it. It's like some people know, but some people just don't care. I have a problem with that. Um. Anywho. Uh, I didn't really want to talk about Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Usher. I don't want to talk about any of that. Um, in hopeful news, let's just pray this turns out the way that I'm hoping that it does. Um, 45's former close person, uh, pled to one count of lying to the FBI this Maybe morning. Now, here's my thing. This morning when I heard that, I said one count and I was like, oh, this is about to get good because this is the only instance where I would condone snitching because when you know that somebody's in the middle of some shit and you hear like, oh, they only got like one charge, you'd be like, oh, they about to sing like a canary. He is about to tell it all. Go tell it on the mountain. (laughs) Over the hills and far no, like, <laughs> no nigga is about to get real. He is about to sing like a canary, and what I can't wait for is for everybody. Because I was reading an article, and it was saying like he gave full cooperation, including if they needed him to do undercover operations. However, at this point, it's public since they filed it publicly, so that probably won't happen. But it's like he's going to sing like a canary. Because there's no way that you was in the middle. But this man has been into a little bit of everything. He was, like, taking money from Turkey. And he was a part of, like, Russia. All types of stuff. And I mean, like, connected to Donald Trump's son-in-law, his son, Donald Trump, Mike Pence. So when you hear of all of those names to, like, people that we hope we could get out of there, I'm hoping this is what happens. Burn, baby, burn. Because, you know, we always talk about, well, what would happen if 45 got out of there? Oh, we would be stuck with Mike Pence. But now his name is in it, too. I, I am just praying that this is something that we have never seen before in this lifetime. Like, I am praying. You're going to experience something Because new. one thing that I hate more than white people doing sneaky shit is white people getting away with it. So I am so excited about the possibility that everybody going to get the fuck up out of there. So let's just pray. Damn, you're going to be in front of my TV with popcorn. I mean, seriously. Watching it unfold. This is about to get crazy. And I hope he sings like a canary because they already, Donald Trump's actual son got pulled in for questioning yesterday. So, I mean, I want y'all to just get everybody out of here. Just please get this right. Let's pray that they get this right, y'all. I, I really hope this wasn't for nothing. I, I mean, oh, 
wouldn't it be glorious? I mean, we would be stuck with Paul Ryan's stupid ass, but we would know what to expect out of his dumb ass. <sighs> Last thing that I have, because we weren't here when Christina Aguilera did that awful, that god awful tribute oh, to Whitney Houston. And I want to pay her a tribute right now. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to pay her a tribute. I was like, what's about to happen here? What's going on? Time? No. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. It w- Was everybody sleepy? That wasn't okay. And I said, you was like, oh, well, she can sing. I, I knew care. she could sing. I ain't say she could sing Whitney. I, I just, I knew it wasn't going to be right. Well, out of all people, y'all couldn't find nobody else. I knew it wasn't going to be right. And Pink's face, how she said, I support everybody. Pink, you knew your line, you know your line. I actually didn't get that from her facial expression. That facial, she was like. Huh. I didn't get that from Interesting. her. Interesting. What, but what's this? <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be right. Eight whole like, minutes. You can't emulate Whitney. Like, I, but I have seen some stuff. Like, I saw it must have been the voice, like, over in the UK or something. This girl was singing her face up. Why didn't y'all get her? You just got to get a well known singer. Y'all could have pulled her over from the UK to do it. I would have been happy with that from the videos I saw. But it just, it wasn't right. Y'all could have asked me for that matter. Not to mention, it's just her voice don't even sound the same. So it's like we would have expected her to over sing it. It is, was like she was kind of like trying to temper herself down. It just did not sound right. Terrible. Trash. I don't know. I, it just wasn't for me. Garbage. Um, You want to talk about Libya? I'd, I'd rather not, but you can do Okay, it. well. I have my own feelings about that. Um, I mean, it is sad, but I will implore people to educate themselves on the situation. Um, the Internet, like we've talked about, is a gift and the curse. Um, people rely too much on the Internet without necessarily doing their own research. So I just implore people, especially in situations like these that are very traumatic and they're devastating, I would just tell people to educate themselves because there's a lot of stuff that i've seen about this that um isn't necessarily true and it's just kind of making everything worse and it's just not a good look so everybody do your own research like i said well you don't want to talk about it i don't really want to probably because i haven't done my research so i'm not going to go into anything i mean there you have it so i mean that's it you got anything else no we're going to take a pause for the cause and we'll be right back with you If you want a quick meal on your busy weeknight, try Blue Apron. They're quick, convenient portion meals your family is sure to love. My personal favorite are the tangy, sweet, and spicy Korean beef steam buns. Visit randomtandempodcast.com, click on Blue Apron for $30 off your first meal. That's randomtandempodcast.com, click on Blue Apron for $30 off your first meal. All right, guys, we're back. We got a special guest. We don't. We need some special effects or something. Like, <laughs> bam, 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 bam. no, I had it. <laughs> like was the iPhone. <laughs> like when you get like confetti rainbow. on the iPhone. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can't hear it unless your volume is up. Because when I heard it the first time when I had headphones, I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> but anyway, we have Miss Lakeisha Russell from the Evolving Chair Podcast. Yay! Yay! Thank you for coming on in. We're Thank actually for really having excited. Me. Y'all so tight. We're so <laughs> excited. I'm gonna like, have, have a therapist session. Right, we about, about <laughs> we about to get into it because I was so excited. I was okay. like, we should have her on because you know we speak a lot about our own mm-hmm. wellness journeys and our own counselors. Mm-hmm. So it's and like, I love that. 
So I appreciate y'all for even being open talking about that, especially amongst our community. Yeah. They don't like to do it. They don't. They love... I don't need to see nobody. All right. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm, I'm good. good. I'm cool. Like, I'm cool. Right. No, nigga. You got some trauma <laughs> that you need to address. Come on. Let's bring it on, on back. Yes. A hug ain't good enough in this situation. You, you got to talk to hugs, I'm going to ask you a question about it. Okay. But first, I guess, you know, for our listeners who may not have listened to your show, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, we're familiar with you, but I mean, yeah. professionally, why did you want to start a podcast, which I think is great. Thank um, you. But yeah, just tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so I am a licensed professional counselor, so I'm licensed. Hey. It was a struggle to get there. <laughs> <laughs> tell me I've about heard. It. I've heard. Yes. <laughs> if y'all knew the half. <laughs> um, but I, I, I love working with individuals who want the best for themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, my history of working with different individuals primarily is with children okay. and okay. families. Um I've worked with children who've been in the judicial system and looking for that wraparound approach model with helping them get back on track so Mm -hmm. they can return home. I've worked with children who've been in in voluntary programs for us to have that same wraparound model, but yet them still in the home and us implementing different services. Um, Right now, I um, am kind of, I won't say my like for real job, but... (laughs) (laughs) Everybody you know. got a hustle, you know, <laughs> right, a main right, hustle. Right, right, okay. right. I but I, I'm a school-based mental health therapist. Okay. So I'm in the school. Um, I see a lot of stuff firsthand in terms of working with teachers and educating them on being aware of, like, trauma in the classroom, how things that they may say or do might trigger a student that they work with. Um, I still work with the families. I do a lot of um, parenting support for the parents I work with because they're going through their own stuff. Mm -hmm. And so they aren't able to, I don't want to say like parent the right way because, you know, there's no manual to it. Right. Um, You learn as you go. But Mm -hmm. when they have their own trauma, it's hard for them to really um, be the best parent that they can be. Mm -hmm. Um, In my private practice, the Evolving Share Counseling and Consulting Agency, I work with adults and children um primarily i love to work with children and families because i feel like they are missed and you know a lot of people don't like to work with kids because they're like oh it's so hard don't get me wrong it's tough and you don't see the fruits of your labor right away right um because it literally takes about like 20 sessions and i'm starting to see them change how they're thinking with their irrational thoughts and even with their behaviors But just to know that I'm planting those seeds and for them to be able to take it back home to their parents, I get joy out of that. That's great. Now, this is just a sidebar because you said you do it with families and and children. Do you have them in the same room? Are they they separate? Like, do you counsel them, like, with a child? Because I remember having to go through therapy when I was younger. Mm -hmm. When my parents got divorced, I don't remember it. But Mm -hmm. I remember being in that therapist's office just... With the therapist, I didn't actually like her, but mm-hmm. I just remember there being yeah. me and her, and my mother was not in there. So I'm wondering, like, is there a difference between having a session with just a child and and then having a session with the parent and the child? It is. So I do both. I do it separately with the child and separately sometimes with the parents, and uh-huh. then with both okay. the child and the parent, okay. or or the whole family, whoever they deem to be important in their life. Okay. okay. Oh, that's okay. awesome. So what made you want it to start? What made you want to start a podcast? Just another form of communication. Okay. Um, and I think the the premise was that people always forget about the mind. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, oh, you know, I got my um, 
my fitness goals, my health goals, my relationship goals, things like that. But we're like, okay, what about your mental health goals? Right. You know, and especially in our community or the minority community just in general, even outside of the black community, we don't want to talk about mental health. Right. When I go to events and I'm like, okay, you know, yeah, I'm a mental health therapist. Oh, I ain't got them issues. Right. We all have mental health. Everybody <laughs> says that. Yeah. You know, it, some people just need a little more support mm-hmm. getting to their um, best mental wellness. And I just really wanted to to just be able to articulate um, how I feel as a clinician and just like healing our people. Like right. that is my passion, just to heal our people with all this brokenness and this trauma that we exactly. have. I felt the need like, okay, we have all these pods, which are great, but you know, maybe doing something more for people to take a step back to be like, dang, should I, right. should I go see somebody? Or, right. or if I'm on the verge of, possibly looking to see a therapist you know to get to know okay what a therapist might say or what kind of therapeutic relationship I might have with them and not to say every therapist is like me but you know to at least give them a feel of okay this is what it might feel like going into right. a therapist office and that was one of the things I wanted to touch on because a lot of times you know we kind of spoke on our show about mm-hmm. our own journeys and just people looking to seek help with mm-hmm. their mental health like yeah. can you kind of just summarize what the difference is between when people might say, oh, I'm just stressed or Mm -hmm. when they might want to possibly seek out a mental health specialist. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that's a great question. So when people are just stressed, typically you are able to cope with your stress using your typical coping techniques when Mm -hmm. they are no longer helpful and you still find yourself irritated, angry, sad, upset, especially if it's like for two weeks. Right. um, That's more so of the long of the lines of depression Mm -hmm. when you are just um, crying all the time, just really irritable. You know, when you start ruminating those thoughts of suicide or harming yourself, that's more of the long along the lines of depression Mm -hmm. but just typical stress everyday stress we all have it because we do need that counterbalance of that stress to kind of help us go and achieve our goals but the ultimate thing is when you can no longer cope with that stress anymore when you're just like I'm trying my yoga my exercise right that just don't seem to work anymore (laughs) right me talking to myself ain't working it wasn't working anymore exactly or if you find yourself um, indulging in those things so alcohol you know, you're mm-hmm. finding yourself having a lot to drink every night when you get home from work and it's just obsessive. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I was making that face like, hmm, too much wine. Eh? No, but yeah, it was definitely like because, you know, we kind of spoke on a show uh, way back where I talked about like just when I decided to see someone. Um, last year mm-hmm. after, you know, a few years of not really kind of seeing the actual therapist that I wanted to see, you mm-hmm. know, because they're and what I've always told people that know that I have a counselor and things like that. I say that it's OK to not find the person that fits you right away mm-hmm. because I, yes, I, I had a oh. couple of people. I was just going to say I had a couple of people that I saw once or twice and I was like, no, this isn't it. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is how I found my this is very this is very strange. I'm very weird. <laughs> but. I called like I kept calling people and I was yeah. like I don't like how she sounds like I would I, like yeah. if they pick up the it phone is that. if they pick up the mm-hmm. phone and I and I would hang up I would wait till I got their voicemail and I was uh-huh. like mm-hmm. oh no I don't like this yeah so call yeah. back again I was like no this is not cool and then I heard this one lady she called me back and I was like okay I may I may fill her out uh-huh. I may fill her out so I've been rocking with her for like a year I don't how long do you suggest people t- 
people stay in therapy. Obviously, it can't be a year. I have 29 years of, of trauma, obviously. So it can't mm-hmm. happen over oh, one year. But right. like, what is your suggested period of time that people see a therapist? So for me, and, and I get that a lot um, <laughs> when people are calling about my private practice. And I'm like, okay, at least 12 sessions. Like mm-hmm. or three months, you know, just for you to right. feel and kind of see some kind of change, right? Um, and for them to to feel like it, it was a value of some mm-hmm. sort. So I, so for me personally, I say at least twelve sessions. That's yeah. just me. Yeah, because yeah. when just to touch on what you just said, Jacora, like when I found my counselor. I was at a point where the journaling wasn't working, Mm -hmm. you know, just like little things that I kind of did to keep my own sense of balance wasn't working. So, like I said, I found I looked up a couple of people in our area, in my area in Chicago, and I literally like I called them like I got a couple of voicemails and I was like, I don't really she sounded a little (laughs) aggressive. Like, you might be in there arguing like (laughs) I need her to hold her. I need somebody. (laughs) So when my counselor actually, you know, I got a couple of voicemails and then when she answered, I literally started crying on the mm-hmm. phone with her. Like as soon, like she yeah. was so warm and comforting, and she was like, you know, just tell me what you're looking for. And I remember I was in the little call work, call room <laughs> at work. I was crying. I was like, help me, please, help, just help me, please, somebody, please. I'm so stressed out. I'm yes. crying at work right now. I don't even know you. Like it got crazy. So, but when I met her. Like, you know, we always joke about how we think our counselors uh-huh. are our friends now because no, I'm like, I'm going to see my friend. Right. I started my calling friend. my auntie. She's not my friend. She's not my aunt. Not. And I be going in there like, hey, so, you know, <laughs> this week was rough, you know, and I be texting her like she's my friend. Like, you know, but, but my, when I think about that, I like mine. Okay. But I am totally not like, like let down. No. I like her, but I, I don't feel like. Huh. I'm like, oh, this is like, I, you know what I mean? Like, okay. like I'm, com- I'm comfortable. Like I'm comfortable, but I'm not like, oh yeah, this is it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I like her though. Okay. But it may just be like, you just like her because she's good. You know what I'm saying? We haven't went into the trauma aspect. Mm. So she's okay. more of like a life coach. Or like, when did you do this? Or when did mm. you discover this? And I'm like. I don't know. And I was telling her one of the things that scares me the most is that my ability to forget my trauma. So like mm-hmm. something will happen yeah. to me and like I'm like, oh, I don't remember that. And then mm-hmm. like it didn't really bother me. Yeah. So for her to not like not to say bring it up like we haven't got there yet. And I'm like, after a year, I feel like you you Some feel of, like you should be at that point. But where yeah, you're but I, maybe I up. had other things that were blocking me from getting there. So this is just the route that it's going to take in order for me to get there. Yeah, and I and I think us as therapists, we know when to push okay. and when not to. Yeah. So you know, she may feel that you may not be ready. Okay, I don't know. Well, I'm not. You I'm know. I'm spacey. So she's always like, <laughs> you got to come down. You got to be grounded. So I'm like, well, I mean, I am. I'm like, she's like, so, no, but you're really not like. <laughs> and I'm like, and she tells me all the time. She's like, I know you're zoned out. Mm. I could be listening to people not just be I'm gone like Somewhere. I'm here looking at yeah. you but I'm like I'm gone mm. so she's like I know you're not here but like no I'm like no really I am here <laughs> like I'm, I'm hearing you like we're here right, right. <laughs> so that, that to me I, that's why I asked how long do you think it should take and if it's time to look for a new one if you feel like you haven't got to where you're supposed to go or like where you're supposed to like get Mm. So, um, again, too, like I, I tell people when they are calling initially, like, you know, so how many sessions and things like that? And I just tell like at least 12, you know, just mm-hmm. for us to get a footing to kind of see right. um, what that feels like. Now, um, some people, you know, within that month, we breaking stuff. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I was crying Some? the first session. Oh, I, I've never but cried. But I, I knew I was way beyond that point mm-hmm. of needing to see someone. So, yeah. yeah, I know mine was a little bit different. I ain't crying But when yet. you say 12, do you usually, when you're starting off, do you usually see people weekly, bi-weekly? Like, you, what it, is your suggestion It all for depends. That? It okay. all depends. So, um, and I'll use my kiddos for an example. So, some I have that are off the chain, like, you know, off the chain, like throwing Throwing chairs, oh. <laughs> cussing people out, you know, having suicidal thoughts. Yeah, them babies I want to see every week. Mm-hmm. Um, ones who who may be crying and and not really knowing how to express what they're okay. feeling, but they still have some coping skills, mm-hmm. and and they are for the most part able to use those coping skills to calm okay. down. Them may be the ones I may see weekly, but you can stretch I, I can, it out. I can do biweekly with them. Okay, yeah. So, have you ever worked with adults? Like you say, you work with families. Yeah. So, yeah. what, I guess, the different dynamic, because I mean, in general, um, usually hear of counselors that kind of use the same tactics, but obviously in a different mm-hmm. capacity since adults obviously have more trauma, more mm-hmm. life experience. So, what are some of the things that are the same and that are different just working from kids to families, maybe, and adults? You know, honestly, the coping skills I teach are all the same. Okay. And I think when we become adults, even for me, um, when I'm trying to do coping skills for myself, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I I forget that, like, the simplest things still can help you, like coloring. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and, you know, some adults, when I I suggest that or we're doing that in session, they're like, what? Coloring? But as we coloring, uh uh-huh, they telling me everything. Mm -hmm. Uh You know? So it's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Would you suggest that to, like, uh, an adult? Like, I don't like journaling. Mm. I refuse to write. I don't like writing. I've never mm-hmm. liked writing. You can tell me to journal. It's just going to sit there. Mm-hmm. Would you suggest, like, oh, just go do some coloring? Or, like, is there, like, another? If, like, they say writing gets it out, but I'm not, like, a, Right, but you're not. Yeah, and, and so I have I have individuals that don't like to write. So then what do you like to do? I do a lot. I cook, sing. You cook I mean, cooking for me, I, don't, I have not felt mm-hmm. like cooking lately. Mm-hmm. But when I'm cooking, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. But cooking, like if I'm if I'm working, I often work to take you know I yeah. just get involved you busy in work. yourself. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I've never actually discovered what I actually like to do. <laughs> and that's what I build off of. I do a lot of um, solution focused um, strategies. So building off of the things people are good and what they enjoy doing, because those are the things that will ultimately help you be able to cope. Okay. You know, so like for you, uh, Sam, you mentioned how you journaling wasn't working like it typically was so i would have expounded off of that because you love to write you're a writer Mm -hmm. so i'm assuming you wrote poems and yeah all of that good stuff and i mentioned like my counselor she kind of guided me into how to journal differently Mm -hmm. because she was like i feel like you just write down everything but you're not really tapping into what maybe the reason behind why you're writing it. And I was like, I never thought of it that way. Cause mm. I just, you know, writing always like I was a kid that had multiple diaries. Like, you know, today, today. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah. She, she got on my nerves. Like I just right, always right. did stuff yeah. like that. So it was just more. And I always just assumed it was something that I enjoyed doing. Cause mm. it was like a habit at one point, but you know, I had experiences over the years in my life that I felt that it helped because it was more like an escape. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when it got to the point, where I knew that that wasn't helping me anymore that's when Mm. I wanted to see somebody but she was like you can still do it but just do it a little bit differently and I've noticed though I haven't been journaling as much no 
So I don't, I don't even really know what that is. So like you said, you haven't really therapy session. I feel like it is, but like I even talk about that because it's like, how is it that now I don't want to do it? But I think it's because, like you said, you haven't really tapped into the trauma that you may have experienced. I don't think I want to experience that. So I think that that's why, because it's you know it's different when you know. And even though we've spoken about seeing counselors, it's while you're in therapy, it's still hard to kind of go through the process too it is because you may think you've expressed everything but then yeah. there's another level to it and you're like no not trying to go there no and and it comes out at um i will say like the most random time so for me um i have a therapist because i believe every every therapist needs a therapist as well you know and i have my own stuff that mm-hmm. i have to deal with in faith and and just like yesterday <laughs> <laughs> literally at my session um you know my therapist was bringing up stuff and i was just like oh I ain't thought about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think about that. <laughs> right. Wow. All right. Exactly. Wow. Insightful. Like, that, does, that does affect how I do this and do that. I was like, oh. But now I have been more mindful because I have a son. He's he's He'll be seven. But now oh. I've been more mindful. Like, yeah. I'll snap off. And I'm like, well, what? where is that? Like, yeah. I don't even know how to correct it. But I just know. I know it's me. And I feel like I'm traumatizing him. Not mm. like right. in no, a bad way. Mean. But like. Just some of the stuff you do, you just do it, and you're like, oh, that's going to be, like, really bad. Like, he's going to look back and be like, oh, why is she cope like that? Why is she yelling? Mm. Why is she doing, you know, yeah, why is she yeah, doing that? And it's yeah. nothing to do with the child, per se. It's mm-hmm. just you. So what do you say to parents that are dealing with trauma and trying to take care of kids? Mm. I th- know, know your triggers. Know your limits. You know, it's okay to take your time out. Because at the end of the day, you're modeling how they will cope with certain situations. Oh, yeah, because I and I tell I was just telling somebody now, I'm like how he's a re- like literally a reflection mm-hmm. of me. Oh, like, yes. he'll start crying. And I'm like, what is the problem? Like, I get <laughs> I get so yeah. mad. I'm like, what is the problem? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? You don't know? Like, you know, he's like, I don't, I don't know. And I think about myself and I'm like, I used to do the same shit. Yeah, uh, literally the same shit. And I'm just like, you, you know, like, what's the problem? And, he, and then later on. Two days later, he says, so-and-so was making fun of me. Or, you know, yeah. in the moment, I'm like, what is the, like, I can't, especially you coming home and you being frustrated and then you mm-hmm. got this on top of this. I can't, it's, yeah. it's too much. Yeah, and I think, um, especially for parents, you know, us taking that transition time. So even before engaging in conversation because your baby is crying, you know, take your few moments to get yourself together and calm down so that way your baby will know it's a safe environment to share with my mama. So-and-so is making fun of me. Because right. you popping off, what's wrong with you? Why are you crying? <laughs> yeah, you know what's good. They're like, what? I was just trying to tell you. You didn't say nothing. You just sitting here like this. Right. Say something. Right. Because they probably like, whatever I say going to make her even more mad. But if you come to them in that calm tone, you know, most, I know most people are like, Lakeisha, my kid understands me yelling. No. no. I tried. I'm actually actually very calm. And I do come to him. I'm like, Mm -hmm. what? You know, I'll start off with like, What's the problem? Like, I don't know. I'm like, come on, you know, you know, tell me what's the problem. I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't like? It's just like, it's, it starts from here and then we get it's here. And it's like, come on. So when at that point, maybe asking more about, so how was your day? You know, and, and, and hopefully in that conversation, he'll start like, you know, it was this, but, you know, at recess, you know, I felt really bad. Okay, so what happened at recess? Why did you feel really bad? You know, so kind of like just asking more questions leading up into the day versus being like what's wrong because many of the times the kids don't know what's they don't wrong. know what's wrong okay that's, that's they I don't never know. thought about that they, they really honestly good. do not know 
Or you could be hungry a lot of the times. You can <laughs> very well be. You yes, you can be. That's hangry. real. So how do you deal with children that deal with bullying? Because I know you deal with a lot of children. Oh, how do you take God. care of like if you have a child that's being bullied? Like what? me, I'm just be like telling me ugly, punch him in the face, and that's that. Oh because I mean, I had to do it. <laughs> Okay. Like, yeah. just go up to him. Like, you. I mean, words are more harmful they than are. anything. Like, he told you, you like, oh, I hate your last name. Tell him he don't got a mama or something. Then go punch him. Like, that's not good. Oh but, <laughs> but you like an eye for an eye. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I just remember having to. Oh, I'm sorry. I just remember having to like fight. Like, that's the only yeah. thing I knew. So I'm just like, you punch him. They they gonna leave you alone. That's it. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, ironic that you asked that just this week two of my students um one is being bullied and one is being the bully oh, <laughs> and really? i'm just like oh god <laughs> oh, <laughs> right <laughs> right i was like no so um the one that is being bullied you know we do a lot of um self-advocating skills and we talk about you know what they say do you do you believe that and, you know, they're like, no, I don't believe that because, you know, my mom and dad tell me I'm smart. I mm-hmm. believe I'm smart. I get good grades. Okay, well, it doesn't even matter. You know, but I definitely know to the extent that words do hurt because we have fifth graders hanging themselves or yeah. cutting, oh, you know, as young sad. as that. Um, but but to the bullies, <laughs> I have to be a little more aggressive. Okay. Now, look, because, because the thing about them is that they're hurt. So yeah. they feel like they have to push around their weight. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have one. He is um, the the little man syndrome. He's short for his age, but yet he oh. feels like he has to throw away, throw around um, just his power because okay. he's so short. So he has to compensate for that. And he's seen his mom be abused. So, you mm. know, it, when when so you have angry. those. Exactly. When you have those issues of, of students being the bully, um, it, it's totally stemming from something that they've been impacted by in their life and we we hash that like what's really going on talk to me what's good right like why are you doing this right so have you ever experienced or had any of your kids that have gone through a trauma at a young age and then you've had like family counseling because I know one of the things like tomorrow's the anniversary of my father's passing he Mm -hmm. passed when I was eight and one thing that my mom has always said to people is that she thought about putting me in counseling but Mm. she never did because she thought that I was coping well because Mm. she was like you never talked about it so I didn't see the need but then also I think my mother is of the baby boomer generation so she was also like we don't need counseling around here but the moment that she thought that I needed it she was like well you were fine so how do you have you ever dealt with kids that have dealt with like severe trauma and then dealt with their parents as well like what was the dynamic that you taught them to cope because I fear that whenever I do have children I won't know how to manage that Mm, that balance that's good yeah I love that question um just being honestly being real with them because half of my caseload um as kids have experienced some form of their own trauma Mm -hmm. so whether it was um, a parent that died like I've had um students whose parents have been murdered and um or even so and 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 so because we keep saying trauma and I want people to understand that what may be traumatic to me may not be traumatic to the next person but it it, you know it it just varies on what you feel is traumatic for yourself Mm -hmm. um so you know I've had kids whose parents have been incarcerated so taken away from them um sexually abused and so all of that trauma is relative in my eyes right you know because each kid is exhibiting it externally or internally um and so what i do is with them i i I, again i build off of the things that they enjoy and that they're good at but we have we have to talk about it to get it out 
because you being like, oh, I'm mad at so-and-so because he did that. But it's deeper than that because right. everything is relative. Everything is connected to what we feel. And so when we have those conversations, because that then the parent is telling me what the trauma is and what has happened. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Exactly. Right. And so even as I'm talking to the parent, I educate them on about trauma because thing that people may not know about trauma is when we are when we have trauma our brain literally stops developing and so many of the times many of the kids that I get that may be eight the trauma happened at like four or five so their brain is still at that age Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm working backwards yeah so I can't work with them as a traditional eight-year-old I would so I have to look at this kid he has trauma brain so I have to work backwards and start from yeah. the ground up. So we we are focusing on emotions. Right. You know, and being able to advocate and talk about what emotions we're feeling. Right. Because one thing that my counselor said to me, and I was like, what are you talking about? Because she was like, you know, I noticed that when you talk about your dad, you don't mention him for long. Mm. Or you may talk about him, but you cut it off. She was like, we may have like... 15 minutes out of an hour session where she'll try to push me. And I knew this about myself. Mm -hmm. But when she actually mentioned, she was like, when I talk to you about your dad, I have to talk to you as if you're an eight-year-old. And I was, like, kind of insulted when she said that the first session. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm grown. I know how to handle stuff. But when she broke it down to me, that's when I think about... You know, even just the emotions over the mm-hmm. years, like I don't really talk about them. Yeah. You know, I cry yeah. and I process that way, but I never let it last too long because as my mother even said, like she was like, I never talked to you about your dad because I felt mm-hmm. like if I kept talking about him, I wouldn't be able to recover from it. Mm-hmm. And I think I've gotten that from her because it just wasn't we didn't talk about it. So I was always curious as to why I kind of went about things certain ways. And mm-hmm. I was sense? like. Huh? I said it makes sense. Yeah. And I, I just never thought about it because, like, you know, I text her. I was like, you know, I got this anniversary coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, we haven't seen each other in a while. But, like, and she was just, she was, like, write about it. And I'm like, no. Like, you know, we talked about <laughs> No, I'm no. not writing right, about it. Right. Like, you want me to write about it? I wrote about it last year. But mm-hmm. I was just wondering, like, that dynamic. So yeah. hearing about that, you know, because I can see it now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, yeah, because... The moments that I think about it, I am still eight, you know, and yeah. just like trying to work through that process. So exactly. it's one of those things where I see myself from the perspective of my mom, if that makes sense. Because mm, like the yeah. older I get, you know, obviously she was like, I want grandkids. But I'm like, that's one of my biggest fears about having mm. kids now, because I'm like, well, what if something traumatic were to happen? And I haven't fully dealt with my traumatic mm. experience. So like, how do you coach even the parents like you said of the children that have dealt with trauma like to kind of engage more and express themselves in a way that you know they can kind of move past it yeah just letting them know it's okay and finding those safe spaces whether it be with a therapist or another support um family or friends Mm -hmm. but that that it's okay to talk about it because like your mom said like if i talked about it i wasn't gonna recover from yeah but but it's okay because you need to talk about it to get it out at least true yeah, somebody gonna have to talk to me like I'm five. Apparently, <laughs> just <laughs> man, it's rough. No, because I think was when I was just sitting here. Because one of my questions was, I'm, I'm not a, a very affectionate person. I don't mm. like when people touch me. Okay. I don't like when people hug me. Like I don't, I don't like none of it. Like yeah. it just. It just make me it really I couldn't breastfeed because of that. It made mm-hmm. me feel real weird. So I'm like, is that like some sort of trauma or just people like that? Because I know some people that don't like hugs either. But I'm like, is it just like some sort of trauma or just like you just don't like when people touch you? Like, I hate when people touch me. 
Hmm. I, you know, I don't want to get all up in your business, but I was like, what what happened at five? Because you said I don't know. I was just saying that was okay. just like back oh. in the day. Like okay. it's not like now, but yeah. but just, ever since you can remember, like even as a little kid. Oh, I hate it. Mm-mm. It's just something about. I don't even like when people when people console me. I just be like, just stay over there. We good. Mm. Just right. You just gotta <laughs> tap her hand from a distance. I, and, and, I, I, like, and I don't. Oh, and, I'm sorry because I done hugged you when <laughs> no, I came. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. But <laughs> I'm a hugger. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I feel I fear that for my son though because mm-hmm. I'm not an affectionate person. So now I know like I'm traumatizing him now because when he's get older, he's like, well, mommy didn't like. She like hug me. She like kiss mm. me. Like you know, I'm just, yeah. I'm just not that person. So I'm, I've always wondered: is it trauma or is it just, just how you are? Hmm. It could probably be a mixture of both. But I, I, I think of um, Freud's stages of development, like the oral, anal, phallic, latency, genital stages, um, and, and those earlier years is is crucial because that's like that bonding period. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think of like. What was the bond like with you and your mom? I barely remember. <laughs> I don't mm. remember. But that's what I said. Like, yeah. I, I'm very good at, like, I can remember what I want, but I'm very mm-hmm. good at just, like, oh, that never right. happened. I don't even know what happened. Out. Yeah. But that, that that's where I would go. Like, what is your relationship with mom like now, even to this day? Yeah. I mean, I, y'all getting in my business. No, <laughs> no, no you, you ain't got to answer. No, no, you ain't got to answer. That. But no, the, that's where I would go when when I would have a client like, that that would come in front of me we would talk about that because it has to come from somewhere and that's why i said i don't i love my therapist but that's where i'm like now i'm like well she's like well you know that's not good i feel like we haven't got there like I, i'm not you yeah. know what i mean like yeah. it's other things to like meditation i'm, I'm cool with the meditation she's more <laughs> yin like i do the meditation yeah. i'm with the crystals and with all of that but it's more than that yeah yes so is yeah. there an instance in something like that if someone has been seeing someone for a year and they don't feel like where they're where they want to be slash mm-hmm. need to be, would you suggest like the person kind of push the conversation to where they want to go or would you suggest that they find someone new? I would say you push it. You push it if you feel like you are ready because you're bringing it up. But I almost felt like I should be hypnotized because I don't remember. So like if she brings it up, I, she's tried to and I'm like, I don't, I literally mm-hmm. don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. You're a tough cookie. I had, you know we all got issues. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 yeah. I would because what what is it that you are feeling like she's not tapping into? Like with tra- when, when with I felt trauma. like when I felt when I seen that therapist, and I think you go for different reasons. At that mm-hmm. point, I was for stuck sure. in like my career. Like I okay. kept telling her like I hate my job. Blah blah blah. I'm mm-hmm. quitting. I, I can't do this no more. It ended up happening for me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been, listen, I have lived, I've been great since it happened. But when I saw her, that's where I was at. And so mm-hmm. now I'm like, I'm okay. I'm not like, I'm figuring it, sh- I'm figuring it out right now. But I'm like, I need more. I need more. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to figure out myself more in order to see where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't know what's going on now, like I cannot... I can't see where I'm going, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I feel like so you're trying absolutely. to unravel. The I'm rest trying of to the unravel stuff. it. I feel like, oh, we get there, and then she'll be like, oh, what? It, what was your dream like? You know, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like this meditation, I'm not. I can't mm-hmm. see what's going on here. You know, it's yeah. more to it than that. Hmm. And it's not her. I like her. I yeah. really think she's my yeah. friend. She's not, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I gotta go see my friend, but. <laughs> I don't want to say it's time, but I think I want to have like a deeper I w- conversation. I would have, I would have a deeper conversation with her to be like, okay, 
whatever your therapist's name is, you ain't got to put her out there. <laughs> <laughs> your friend. Hey, friend. Hey, yeah, your friend. My like, friend. friend. <laughs> now, we've been seeing each other for a while now. And I, I feel like it's so much more that it's I need to uncover. It's been 18 months because I started seeing her in June of last year. I was going to say okay. it's been longer than me. It's been, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you feel comfortable enough having that conversation, but see, I'm not. That's the part. Like, and I'm I not saying gonna I'm not up. like com- she's. I'm not uncomfortable, but you know how you like somewhere you like, yeah, hey, what's up? I'm like, I'm cool. Like, you know, I'm real yeah. comfortable. I'm. N- yeah. <coughs> excuse me. I'm not. <coughs> excuse me. I'm not. <coughs> so what I was gonna say is just knowing Jacora. Um, <coughs> that's what me. I was gonna say. How would she be able to push the conversation? When but she, she's yeah. not actually wanting to push the conversation. If that makes sense. So you want you. So she you wants want to tap into yeah. it, but, but you, she does you don't want, want to. to. <laughs> yeah, I want to. She like. kind of wants somebody to guide her. I feel. I don't know, but you want to tap into what you I, haven't I, really talked about yet. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I genuinely, like, when I, when people ask me, like, I genuinely don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I remember one trauma, <clears throat> excuse me, one traumatic experience that I've never, like, it happened and it's gone. Yeah. Um, and people ask me about it and I'll just say it happened. Dissociate? But, huh? I said, do you dissociate? Oh, yeah. 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 But I mean, like, as far as other things, I'm sure things have happened. But mm-hmm. I just, like, I don't remember. I remember the good stuff. Because, you know, you can alter your memory. Of course. Right. So I, like, alter. I'm like, oh, it happened like that. But really. It didn't. It really happened like that. Mm. So I feel like I have altered a lot of my memories yeah. to make them feel like, oh, they were good. Like they're more comfortable. They were good. This what happened. Because mm. I think just um, and you know, just anybody, if you meet a therapist, you know if the therapist is genuine or not. And it's the same with the clients because then you still have this guard up. So. That makes me think that maybe she's like, she's not ready. Like, I can't push it or guide her to this because she's not at a space where her guard is down for right. me to see that. Yeah, it's probably true. But you don't want to be like. Oh, I'll say it to her. Like, I like we brought it up before. She's like, oh, you feel like you need to be hypnotized. I'm like, that's weird. I don't know if I'm ready to do that. Like, so she brought that part up. Oh, yeah. She was okay. like, but she was like, you're not grounded enough yet. Like you like because I'm very spacey. So she's like, you're not here. You got to be like, you got to be here. And I'm like, I'm here. So maybe she's really, she's trying to get you here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like over the last 18 months, like okay. I, I was here, like yeah. I'm here now. Well, mm. floating. Not here, <laughs> Just but floating a little bit. Here. Okay. But you know what we feel and what the other person on the outside really sees. Is different. Is different. So she may, she may get to, because right, because it's easy enough for her to be like, I'm ready for it. I, you know, yep. Put, put me under and you know, these <laughs> Me I'm ready. I don't know about that. <laughs> right, right. That. Well, you know, you know. <laughs> Not memories there yet. Don't just come flooding back, you know. But she may be like, if these memories start flooding back, oh, that might not be good because she ain't grounded. So she trying to make sure you really. That's what this sound like. She, mm. I feel like so she, she knows know what she, she doing. doing. Okay, <laughs> she probably do, and she can read. But you. see, before I feel like I'm getting there because before I would have never thought about this. Okay. Oh. You know what I'm see, saying? Like, none of that would have Exactly. You're growing. <laughs> I know. Look at you blowing up and stuff. You're going to smile today. Smile. Do it. You know you came here to do it. You got to do it. But you leveled up. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we're making progress. We got a session right here. Right. Hey. It's progress. <laughs> so how do you, for, I guess, your adult clients, do you, is it an even 
50-50, you would say, with your clients, like with children and the adults? So with my private practice, I'm seeing more um, adults. I have a few kids, but um, with my, my nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's, it's My primary clientele is children. And then I what just bring is parents. something that you see uh, kind of across the board with your adult clients, like the type of things that they want to talk about? Because I feel like you I want it. I don't want to allude, but it said you I kind of feel like you deal with mostly black and brown clients primarily. Am I correct? In my private practice? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> what are some of the issues that you see commonly amongst those clients? Like what are their mm. Is it mostly like stress or family related trauma? Like, what are you? Because I feel like our communities don't tap into that enough. And I'm just I know my own stressors and I ain't even been here that long. I feel like. But, you know, we have generations of this that Mm -hmm. kind of sometimes run through families. And I was just curious as to what you see. Trauma. Trauma. Um, And then the sense of um, the sexual abuse, the physical abuse. Like those would be my top ones, and depression, mm-hmm. depression. I so I I I have a lot of kids um, who I see who moms were depressed while pregnant, mm-hmm. and so people don't understand even in utero what's going on when you're going through those things and you aren't seeking support and help. Okay, so I, I see a lot of trauma and depression. So what are your, I guess, I mean, everyone's different, so it's probably hard to answer that. So what do you usually tell people? Because, like, we kind of talked about, so if someone is saying, like, oh, you know, I may need to see someone, I don't really know how I feel. Yeah. What would you kind of tell them to do before they may want to feel or they may feel comfortable taking the steps to see a professional counselor? I, I, I would have them write down a list. What are you hoping to get out of it? Okay. You know, what or and what? What would you like your therapist to be like if you did decide to go to therapy? Mm-hmm. So just like those general things. Okay. So like what 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 do you want to address? Do you have like a pressing thing in your life? And, mm-hmm. and you can start from there. Like we ain't going to rehash it. Like, OK, tell me about your birth. Like, you know what You're I mean? Right. Like, <laughs> we, we start where people feel comfortable. OK. Because, like, I was a mess. Like I said, I was crying at work talking to this lady. So I didn't even really know what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So I think, like, and I've, you know, just from talking to my counselor, she's saying, I got a lot of clients that were like you that didn't mm-hmm. really know where they wanted yeah. to start. So we kind of talked about everything. But just in general, for someone that may just know, like, okay, like, right, Shakura wanted to, to see someone. someone. You know, she wanted mm-hmm. clarity with, yeah. you know, her career path it's, or stuff you like had that. something. And speaking of what, I'm sorry, I just thought about all these sexual allegations that have been going on. How yeah. do you deal, like, what do you tell someone to... How do you deal with sexual trauma? Like, how do you get over that? Like, if you've been raped or assaulted, like, is how long is that process? And how, like, what do you tell someone? Whew. It's literally nothing more so that I'm telling them, but we're doing a lot of body work because um, your body remembers the trauma, even though like you may forget it and like push it back. Your body is triggered by certain things, and you be like, okay, why is my body feeling like this, or why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Because your body remembers. So mm. I do a lot of sensory work okay. with trauma victims. Okay. And what does that include? So that's literally doing like mindfulness. So those guided relaxations, those pro- progressive muscle relaxations, mm-hmm. you know, and just getting them to to connect with their body because when their body is reacting like that, they they don't have a handle on their body. They don't feel safe in their own skin. Oh, okay. 
Hmm, interesting. So it is. That's good advice if any of you ladies or gentlemen are listening that have felt sexual trauma. <laughs> take note of that. <laughs> Do you have any more questions? No, I don't. I think we I feel had, like we had like a therapy session. <laughs> I feel like, like I want to keep you here forever. I feel a little I light. You, <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what's going on with you. I know you have a live show tomorrow. By the yes. time this comes out, it'll already be yes out in the world but what will you be addressing in your live show tomorrow so i have a very special guest all the way from north carolina mr rashawn miller he's actually in studio (laughs) 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 gotta add our own special effects in here exactly exactly (laughs) so we we just want the conversation to be as organic as possible especially with him being a black male you know, I'm critical. I'm right. sorry. I know you're not on the mic. You have have you seen a therapist? You see a therapist? I know if that's not your business. I oh, I'm sorry. Yes, oh, okay. I'm sorry. He came I'm from sorry. The I, I am, am a therapist. therapist. Well, excuse <laughs> me. Let me pull my. Just to see. He told but you, you. She said she got a therapist, so that still could apply. So you have one too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he came from you are one. Right. You need therapist. It's like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Whoa! Grab your mics. That's serious. <laughs> That came from the god. back. I, I am, am a therapist. <laughs> I have business cards well, in the car. Like, all the way in Milwaukee. Well, okay. well, all Tell right. Her, Tell so. it from the mountains, okay? Oh, right. Right. Well, well, okay. I'm sorry. We Are either a- of you accepting new clients at this point? <laughs> That's the real question. Because we feel am. like they are. <laughs> They'll I get got you a couple to where of people I need to send to you, though. I am. I am. I believe he is too. I am. <laughs> so, oh, real, you really said virtual quickly. clients? I was just gonna that? ask that. I, I don't do the virtual yet. Well, I'm hoping soon. Do you still feel like um, he's not even on the mic? I'm That's question. <laughs> Tell um, it from the. Do so you you do take virtual? Do you clients. still feel the connection or you don't? I do. I oh, do you feel do. the connection okay. because um, actually I um, do a lot of FaceTime or Skype. Okay. When okay. I, when I do the virtual clients, okay. so just to get that that actual face-to-face interaction. I mean, we may not be in person, but, I mean, technology makes things a lot easier. Right. Nice. Good. Great. Thanks. So back to your live show. So you all will kind of be collabing. Will it be more like a talk back? What will the setup be for yeah, your live show? Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that the audience will come with questions. I'll definitely will prep some of my own. Um, I, I just really want this to be a space for people to come and talk to therapists. And that's but amazing. Exactly. While addressing, though, the stigmas and, and our own mental wellness journeys that we may have experienced and how we've overcame that. As well as Rashawn talking about, look, the plug right <laughs> injured reserve his book his new book um, <laughs> nice 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll, put, we'll put it in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> so definitely he has salt, some gems in his book so you know i definitely want people just to come out and, and know more about their own mental wellness and that it's not a bad thing when i say right. mental wellness mental health that don't mean that you crazy <laughs> right even if you're crying on the phone at work right. you ain't crazy. in the bathroom no. with your wig off i no. mean that's seriously <laughs> i mean I, the wig was pushed back i was like i'm sure <laughs> i had it on the, i had it on the doorknob on the back I was like, wow. oh my God. <laughs> yeah so that's great because not I, you know, you hear of like live shows, podcasts mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. So I think that's amazing that you're actually giving people the opportunity to kind of have a session without officially have a session. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing. Well, Thank you. this has been fun. I feel it like I want to go been. on like another hour. Maybe I'll discover <laughs> some things. But now we're going to be like, she's our friend now. 
Man, Call me number. up. You got my number. Yeah, got so, you know, I now. have been thinking, you know, some things that happen. Literally, <laughs> I have people who do that. They will call me. You charge okay. them per minute, though, right? You do I, that. I, I, <laughs> Like Get your Ms. money. Cleo. Get your money. Get your I money. I mean, call me now, but uh, you're going to have to is money. <laughs> Cash at Time me. Time is money. Don't forget. Don't charge and protect. Like, you know, we have 50 cents per text now. Do you just want to schedule an appointment? Yeah, that'll, mean, that'll trickle it down. You'll get six-page letters. I know. <laughs> no, it was four-page letters, but yeah. Yeah, you probably didn't want to meet me. I'm like, well, okay. All right, Lakeisha. So my primary friend is busy, but I got some feelings. You you got time to talk? They probably get pissed yeah. at me because I'll send one-word responses. Okay, nope. Yeah, she don't say <laughs> no. All right, but yeah, is there anything? Plug your podcast. But, oh, I know, right? That is something I always forget to do. <laughs> talk about you. You, you got to yeah. talk about you. I yeah, know. plug yourself. I thank y'all. Yes, so y'all can go listen to the Evolving Chair podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Fridays at one p.m. Central Standard Time on WQYLDB. And mm-hmm. you know, if you're ready to get your life and leave the chair better than you came, the Evolving Chair podcast is just for you and if you're looking for a therapist you can go to www.theevolvingchair.com and you can schedule a session with me on my website or give me a call at 414-395-0037 follow me on instagram facebook and twitter it's the evolving chair and on twitter without the r because it was too many letters okay (laughs) okay I mean, she just sprinkled all types of magic. <laughs> I wish I had some salt. salt just sprinkle it on there. Holla at her for That real. is you. I mean, really? And you want to plug yourself, mister, from the mountaintop? Yeah. <laughs> I, I am mean, we a got therapist. You here. We got you here all the way is from that, where you from, from, Baltimore? No, I'm from, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, okay, well, Charlotte. Have you, you been, been to Cabo Fish Taco? <laughs> <laughs> no, we had what? an episode so where we talk about the taco. You gotta go to Cabo Fish get the, Taco. Get the taco. <laughs> you like salmon? Lime? I do. You like they cod? got a barbecue salmon taco. Okay. <laughs> what was the it's cod one I had? Fat. No, the cod one. It's with just the, a fish taco. Oh yeah, get that. With the, I mean, the, the hibiscus. The, are you margarita. allergic to seafood? I'm allergic to shellfish. Oh, oh dang. dang. You can't have a dip. I mean, dang. a dip is it's fire. Pretty, yeah, I'm sorry. It's pretty simple. It's fire, but so okay. Y'all trying to kill me. I'm sorry. We wasn't, I mean, okay. You <laughs> could be in there like hitch. Injury, <laughs> no, seriously. Right, right. With the bottle of Benadryl. We sorry. Go okay. ahead and plug yes, you. Sir. We're happy to have you too. Oh, uh, no problem. Thank you for having me, man. Rashawn Miller. Uh, actually a therapist, licensed professional counselor as well. Okay. Um, I do a lot of mental health advocacy as well. So I run a nonprofit, Eustress Inc., where I do a lot of stuff in the black and brown communities because we don't talk about mental health enough. Exactly. Um, It's really was something based off my own personal story and ended up transforming into a career, honestly. That's awesome. Um, Decided to become a therapist because there's not enough black men in the Mm -hmm. field. And... How can we, you know, teach young men how to address their emotional issues if we don't have anybody there to actually teach them? Right. Yeah, so good. that's why I got into the field. Oh, I that's love good. that. That's really good. That's awesome. So I can be reached at uh, Rashawn.com. It's R-W-E-N-S-H-A-U-N.com. Um, Instagram, all the social medias is... Nobody has my name. Okay. <laughs> so, you just put it in a just, Google and just find me. Okay. So, um, any, all of my information is there. Okay. And we'll also put it in the show notes, too. Sprinkle it on there. <laughs> little trickle, trickle. Get your mental health together. Because, I mean, we had a session. I almost cried here a couple times. You know, shed a little... <laughs> 
little tear one time. It's cool. <laughs> you, uh-huh. I'm still a thug though. We're thugs don't cry. We don't I mean, cry. yeah. And thugs don't cry. You can't say thugs need hugs because I mean, <laughs> she, don't, she don't even do, she don't even do well. She don't even do well with hugs. You gotta like, like yeah, tap her tap hand her a little hand. bit. You just be like they're there. They're like oh, I'll be like oh no. <laughs> I've literally seen Jacor almost slide out of a chair when oh somebody God. tried to touch her. It's, like, it's real. So it's like, don't touch her at all. She like a scared puppy. She's like, don't, don't touch me. Um, you got anything else? Are we going to do the, are we going to pause to do the rest or we can just do it now because I don't have a lot. Yeah, Holy Grail. do the wins. Holy Grails, you got anything? Yeah, my win mm. this week is I actually comb my hair. <laughs> she combed her hair, y'all. I combed my hair. I, I will say I'm kind of flaky. Um, I got my hair today. So she had a bun yeah. for like three years. I had a bun for like I just didn't feel like it. It's too much. I do hair, and I couldn't be telling people how to wear their hair and take care of their hair if I had this raggedy bun on my head. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do my hair. Oh God! Well, I guess my win is having my guest here, like who was said yes, yes. to come in to do the yeah. live show. Yeah, he spoke from the mountaintop. I mean, <laughs> Rashad, I, I like am that. a therapist. I am to be a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> I am yeah, a therapist. Can we like, make oh, that a soundbite, please? Look, dude, you hear that? <laughs> oh my God! It got crazy. He told you. Oh, oh man! Like <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sit up a second. I was like, Whoa, sit up straight and just the mic. Good God. <laughs> Oh God! It got real. (laughs) What you got? Um, My win is that I'll be going to see my favorite person in the whole wide world next Tuesday, um, Mr. Jay Z. And I'm girl. I thought you was talking about somebody. Oh, okay. I mean, he, he is, is somebody. somebody. I thought you meant like a literal person. He's somebody to me. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. Okay. And, you know, yeah, that was my win. And I'm seeing him in Chicago, so I'm hoping like him and Kanye had like a secret conversation that nobody knows about, and he brings him out too. So, you know. Okay. Oh, Beautiful morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's a- Speaking of therapists, do you guys watch The Therapist on Viceland? So I have. I love him. It's it's a great. I like him. I yes, do like him. I and I him. and the guests, I don't know. I can't say it's not genuine. They all look pretty mm-hmm. genuine. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. like that they're opening up on television. And, and that was my um, holy grail this week. And also, this is real sideways. And I may, sh- I may just save it for next week because it's a little vulgar. I'll save it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will save it. We'll save it. I'll we'll save, save it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it. Yeah, I'll save it. It's just a documentary. And it's not even a vulgar. It's a documentary called Naked on... Um, Naked. <laughs> Naked. <laughs> uh, um, on what channel was that? Stars. It's about a, a photographer, but mm. I'll go into that next week. Yeah. So okay. Um, I didn't have any holy grails for this week. You want to get into group theories? It's the most wonderful time of the year. I have no music but Christmas music. Okay. <laughs> My group theory this week is Miguel. His album came out. Warren Leisure. Um, did it come out only on Title or is it out everywhere now? It's out everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have, have to go check there it out. Anything you're listening to lately? Mm. Hmm. You know the the oldies. I'm I'm definitely an oldies baby. I was of just course. listening to Miles Davis. Somebody, <laughs> I, I mean, I called her yesterday and it was like me. I was like, are you at a jazz club? Like, where are you? She was like, she was like, I'm sitting in the kitchen. I was like, um, okay. Like, it was like me. I said, what is this? 
where are you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know we had those type of establishments in Milwaukee. <laughs> what? Where you got that? It got crazy, but I'm it did not get crazy. It got crazy. That's soothing <laughs> music, okay? I mean, it was loud. It I really soothe. thought she was in a jazz club, but oh it's God. cool. I mean, the oldies. <laughs> And I mean, shoot, you can listen to whoever you want to. Cold yes. Train, that's what yes. it sounded like. Yes. And I think um, for me, it kicked off with the Soul Train Awards. And oh, I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. I love this. <laughs> I don't, oh, I was going to say, I was thinking of the other award, other award shows. Soul Train Awards were good, though. Yeah, they were really They were. Good. The Cypher, I really enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. We talked Thanks about that. Ball. Yeah, I didn't have anything else. Did you? No. All this right. was great, y'all. I feel like I... I had you a burden lifted off of me. You yeah, know feel what I'm a little saying? lighter. Right. You making progress. Yeah. So, making every day. It's like a 12 step program. Okay. Every day. Well, we want to thank you again for coming. Thank, um, thank you. We'll thank definitely y'all. be posting her information in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at Random Tandem Podcast, randomtandempodcast.com, as always. Um, Random Tandem Pod on Twitter. Holla at us. Got anything else, buddy? No. You have any insightful words? Do you like end your session? <laughs> you end your set? I'm looking at you. you. I'm looking at you. Let me write it down. Let me see what you, you got to say. Can you words, can you lead me into next week with some goodness? Right. Like, come on. <laughs> sprinkle your day with magic or anything. Like, you close a your sprinkle sessions of, with. A sprinkle of you <laughs> A sprinkle of day will keep me away. Like, oh, you going to build me? Man. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only thing that um, I want people to take away from this, it's okay to not be okay. Ooh, can we cut it off? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you bet? No, seriously, it I is. I mean, that's 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 because I, I say every day I'm not okay. I feel that, and it's okay to place. it's it's okay to not be okay. Just don't stay there. But it's okay, you know. It's okay to soak it up for for a little bit, but you know you can't stay there. Mm. You my new friend, girl. We friends now. We friends now. And I don't even like that. I got your number. You did it. I'm gonna be texting you at two a.m. Like, look at you. And I don't even like people, but you're my friend, girl. You're my friend. Yeah. She got some issues. Thank you again for Thank coming. You. Thank y'all. I had a we'll great time. We'll see you guys next week. And for, oh yeah, next week. See you. I mean, I'll let I mean, you can, me. but I mean, you still. I mean, that's it. Yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs> I don't know about most things, but I know a few things about being So long I didn't know the root of my pain Light inside of me Right inside of me This is me.